the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com. Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy Steele, and I am here with uh, two fantastic people with all kinds of experience in youth ministry. Um, and uh, we're going to talk today about encouraging volunteers, like retaining volunteers by making sure that they don't hate their life uh, when they're with you. So, or at least feel appreciated afterwards. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, let's introduce each other. Uh, Stephanie, can you tell us uh, where you are serving right now? Yes, my name is Stephanie Kavichka. I am executive director of Hesed House of Wharton, which is a community wellness facility. I previously served in youth ministry at First United Methodist of Wharton for 10 years. And Kristen. Hi, my name is Kristen Tropiano. I work in student ministry at Strawbridge UMC. All right, so, you know, we talked a lot of abstractness in our last uh, podcast. We got a little bit practical, but we're going to be just sort of super practical um, this time around. And I'm just going to start with you, Kristen. What is something that you have done uh, that you felt like was a really great way to help volunteers feel encouraged? Um, so <laughs> I, I've done really simple things as mm -hmm. far as just texting them after an event is over. Really appreciate y'all. Can't do this without y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, and but that's I, important. Like, I think yes. a lot of people don't really, don't really think about that, but it, it's important to be intentional about that, right? Like, cause it's, a, it's sure. not really hard for you to do to, you take a, an extra five minutes after the event is over, but it really does mean a lot to get like when somebody he's worn out and like, is that mm -hmm. home? And the next time they pick up their phone, it says, oh, you're like, oh, that's great. I really appreciate that. Well, particularly when it's been a hectic night overall, uh -huh. making sure they have that immediate um, message. <laughs> please <laughs> don't leave me. Yeah, please. Thank you so much. Um, really? Thank you. Uh, so I've heard really simple things like that. I've worked on a couple different youth teams before where we have organized a uh, youth volunteers dinner um, where just one night a year volunteer and their spouse um, had a really nice dinner together uh, talked about some of the fun things that happened over the year um, so can you give us a little bit what do you mean by that like did you take them somewhere did well you have no um, where we were serving together at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our volunteers actually was a uh, professional personal chef. Wait, wait, <laughs> um, hang on. Back that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> a professional per So like they just cooked meals for a single person. Yes. Uh, okay. Like a family or whatever. I'm um, not in, I clearly am not in wealthy enough circles to even understand that. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, anyway, so that was one of the churches I served at. All right. And one of our, that was one of our volunteers and he um, felt very strongly about being able to give back awesome. um, to the church. And so 
we called him a couple different times and said, hey, we would like to throw a volunteer appreciation dinner. What what do you got? What can we do? Um, uh-huh. And so we would go to the church and generally decorate the youth room <laughs> to look a little nicer. Um, but it was an area that we were all familiar with and had a lot of fun, you know. Right. Uh, and so, and yeah, I- we just had a really nice dinner. <laughs> and then you, like, shared stories? Yeah, just shared stories. And um, sometimes we would invite people we wanted to start volunteering okay, awesome. <laughs> um, because, you know, they got a nice dinner out of it. They got to hear a lot of the positive stories and it was just a nice time to catch up um, on everybody's personal lives as well. Cause we don't really get to dive into a lot of that during a youth event because mm-hmm. we're there for the students. Um, yeah. And I think that's so. really important because one of the ways that we encourage and retain volunteers is helping them feel a sense of camaraderie. And Mm -hmm. I think that those events, they're as much giving them a night out and a nice dinner as they Mm -hmm. are just sort of building the team. Oh, for sure. Right. Um, I've also done, you know, bowling nights with volunteers and, uh, one church I served at, my volunteers wanted to create a life group. Okay. And so once a week, we met at a restaurant that one of the volunteers owned, actually. Um, and so we would... <laughs> where, where, where are you? Like, I don't <laughs> I've served at a lot of places. In I don't the know culinary what the you. capital of the world, Texas. I have <laughs> served in a lot of churches. And so you meet a lot of interesting people. Um, I'm, apparently, I'm in the wrong neighborhood, though. <laughs> These weren't all in the same neighborhood. <laughs> so, Hence, I'm still in the wrong neighborhood. Well, so whatever. I can't help it. Is you, uh, you have been serving. All of your churches have been in Texas, right? Yes. So, ha- did you ever take your volunteers to a rodeo? <laughs> I never took them to the rodeo okay. because they had been there like true Texans. Oh, so. can, I, can I interject? Yes. You can try. So, <laughs> one of my volunteers, my volunteers when I was in youth ministry, um, actually rodeoed. And so one of the ways I supported yeah. her and her family, who were all big rodeoers, was by going to the rodeo. To ah. watch them, so Rodeo does figure into this. Into That's it. good. Well, what are some ways that you did that? Uh, have done that with volunteers, Stephanie? Like, what are some of the sort of practical things that seem to work for you? So, um, I'm real big on being specific in my praise of people or compliments. So, I love. And I've always loved that. And I still love it now at Hesed House, being able to see volunteers do something really well and being able to compliment them on doing that specific thing really well. Because I think it's easy to be like, you're great, but what are you what are you doing that's great? You know, and so it's also a way to affirm like this is more of what works really well and so um it kind of encourages just the kind of um behavior out of volunteers that that we want is to say wow you interacted with that student 
just phenomenally. And, you know, and I, I learned a lot watching you interact with them or something like that. Um, spending time with them individually um, outside of anything church related. So like, you know, I joked about going to the rodeo, but that means that meant a lot to that volunteer and mm -hmm. that I would take the time to support her and watch her do something that she loved and be part of something that she loved. And so just helping them understand that I value them as people and not as a means to an end. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's important to me. Um, unlike Kristen, I don't have a personal chef or access to a personal <laughs> chef. <laughs> so um, I try to always um, around the holidays, I would, sometimes I would do it by myself. I didn't have a ton of volunteers. Our youth ministry wasn't huge. Um, but we, I would sometimes get a couple of students and we would just make a, um, a meal and, and something that's freezable that our volunteers could put in their, their freezer and pull out later because they also all work jobs during the day. Right. So. Yeah. That meal thing is something that, um, I I've done as well, except we would do it in association with a trip. And I, I stole this idea from my friend, Jason Gant, who is, uh, no longer actively a youth pastor, uh, RIP. He became, he gave into the pull of being a real pastor as we've all been asked. Uh, uh, I know. Jeez. But anyway, he, uh, he, he gave me this idea and I stole it and have been training people to do it ever since. Uh, sometimes I remember to give them credit. Usually I take the credit, but, so the, the idea, though, is that we would we would do the same sort of thing with like the casseroles or whatever, but we would um, get the uh, the white hair Sunday school classes, and we would say we're going to go on a retreat. We've got X number of volunteers. Would you cook a casserole dinner kind of thing for them, uh, and bring it to the church at X time, which is usually just a little bit before we were supposed to come back if the bus didn't break down. And, um, and, and so when we got, when we get to the church, we say, Hey, volunteers, thank you so much. Um, right inside on the table, there is a casserole for you. We've got dinner taken care of. Um, you just grab one of those and go. Um, thank you so mm -hmm. much. And literally awesome. I've had multiple people cry. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. because on the way home from a week long camp or a weekend retreat, which in which you generally pack everything that you do in a week for camp mm -hmm. into a weekend, you, uh, mm -hmm. they're just thinking, oh gosh, I've got to cook dinner. Like what is even in the refrigerator that's not spoiled. And then you say that <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. That's phenomenal. That's brilliant. But um, one of the things that I think is important, and it's a shift in thinking, it's sort of a fundamental shift in thinking t about youth ministry that I think, Stephanie, you were you were doing in, in what you were saying with going to the rodeo, um, <laughs> is, you know, if you were responsible for directly ministering to all of the kids in your group, uh, your group will only ever be as big as you can manage relationally. And mm -hmm. everybody has sort of different capacities for relationships. Some people mm -hmm. have, can do, a, you know, maybe a hundred, but mm -hmm. most people, it's not that. Um, 
And so in order to really effectively minister to teenagers in everything but the absolute smallest church settings, um, you have to view your ministry as to the teenage leaders and your volunteer leaders. And Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of times that for you, the sort of relational ministry in an average week may not look like going to the high school football game. Um, but instead, it's going to the um, the dinner that is celebrating one of your volunteers becoming teacher of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And so, thinking of, I, I need to develop those relationships with the volunteers in the same way that I do with the students, because ultimately, every volunteer that I'm ministering with at that level, I'm connecting with at that level is I'm empowering to minister to that many more students, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's a big, it's, and it's, all, it's sometimes it's a difficult shift to make, right? To sort of see this yeah. as mm-hmm. counting as ministry, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me, was there a question attached or can I nope, just jump just in? Just do your thing. <laughs> so there was a shift for me that happened Probably my second year in youth ministry. So I worked a lot of camp ministry before I came on staff at um, First Methodist. And I, um, I, so I was, I know I connect well naturally. Like that's just kind of something that I know I do well, typically with adults and with teenagers. So I think I always kind of took that for granted um, and went into youth ministry with a very, um, a very program heavy hand. And found quickly that I was very unhappy and that I just, I, it was not, um, I was not finding a lot of joy in youth ministry. And we purposely made a shift in the way we did ministry of it being relationship first and programming second, that programming was never going to be the first consideration that relationships were the first consideration and we built programming um, to support those relationships. Does that make sense? Right. And so um, it really did change the, the culture of our youth group. Um, and it also, I found made for happier volunteers because I think volunteers then began to feel valued and seen and not just some part of a machine to right. make something happen. Yeah. So Kristen, where, um, when, so you, you have, uh, those dinners and the texting, mm-hmm. um, what is a way that you, um, or, or have you ever really found a great way to engage students in encouraging the volunteers? Um, <laughs> a great way for students to do that. Yeah. Uh, less so. Uh-huh. Um, I've had some students who just take it upon themselves. Right. Uh, which has been great. Um, but I've yet to find the thing, you know, whether it's having students write notes or uh-huh. um, I will say that we've had some students who just have latched on to different, um, some of our new volunteers in general, um, because they show up to different things in their life, not just Bible study and youth, but they show up to their games and things like that. And so our students have um, 
like this past year, they did the sweetest thing. They threw a birthday party for one of our volunteers. Oh my gosh. Um, and it was at the birthday party. And they also threw, they also threw him a baby shower, which was super sweet, but like at the, at the birthday party, um, our volunteer let us know. He goes, I've actually never had someone throw me a party before. Like this is really exciting. And so it was just, it was this awesome. Right. And so like, I, would be shocked to see this volunteer walk away from well, yeah, student ministry course. because he has this relationship with the students now um, where they all know, like they, they love each other um, and they're invested yeah. in what's happening in each other's lives. The baby shower was the most precious thing in the world because it was oh, organized God. by junior high students <laughs> um, <laughs> who had not attended baby showers before, but they had seen Pinterest boards. So <laughs> It was fascinating, and I ate a lot of baby food, and it was disgusting. But <laughs> we had a great night. <laughs> like, right. I think that's yeah. part of the thing. Like the, it's important to to have it both ways. To have the um, for you to appreciate them, but also to help students because the students do appreciate them. But help them find mm-hmm. ways. Like I don't know, throwing a birthday party. Holy cow, that is really sweet. Um, mm-hmm. It was so sweet. <laughs> oh no, that baby shower is even sweeter. Well, it just depends on well, how much you like babies, I guess. <laughs> I mean, this this birthday party though was for a thirty year old man run by fourteen year olds. So we played like Gaga ball, <laughs> and right. ate birthday cake, right? But it was Yay. still just the thought behind it was the most yeah. amazing thing. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think really the moral of this podcast is it's not any specific method, right? It's just um, being intentional about saying thank you and encouraging your volunteers, building into their life, kind of making sure that you're seeing them as the people you're ministering to as well. Um, Because building that team is what ultimately um, brings those volunteers to you mm-hmm. and keeps them there. So thank you guys so much. For- well, can I add something real quick? Yes. I know you're is that oh gosh. <laughs> something too that I and I meant to say earlier and I didn't that was really good for me that I noticed was really helpful with a couple of specific volunteers was really giving them the agency to say no and let their no's mean no. Yes. You know, and not <laughs> I, I feel like we're really good at, at guilting people into mm-hmm. volunteering. And once they're volunteering, doing all the volunteer tasks. And, um, mm-hmm. and I, I love to be able to say, I know you don't love doing this thing and it's okay for you to say no. And yeah. I respect your no. No, that's huge. Well, on that uh, note, I'm going to say no to any further comments. <laughs> And <laughs> thank you guys for coming. Uh, Jeremy, no, just and, kidding. <laughs> really, when you sit down to work as a youth worker, sometimes it can feel lonely. We don't want you to feel totally alone. Um, we have your back. Uh, we have games, ideas, lessons, coaching. Um, all that's available at the youthworkercollective.com and more podcasts like this one at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast.